In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Yep, if you hear that sound, you know what it means. And if you don't, shame on you because that means you wasn't listening last year around this time. It's part one from the NRA annual meetings. And so we're going to have a lot of people on for the next couple of days. I can't say how many episodes, actually, because we're still putting them, putting it all together. So, but for this episode, we're going to have Kaya Jones, uh, Lone Wolf Distributors, Steph Gear USA, Anna Taylor, and Senator Ted Cruz. Yes, all of them on this episode. So just imagine what we have coming up in the next couple of days. So without further ado, this is Trench Chat. I'm your host, Brian Blutzel. And if you want to connect with us, whether we're on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24-7. And I just want to say I am I'm a little bit tired, I guess, from the past couple of days being at the NRA annual meetings in Dallas. Now, one thing about that is the fact that I didn't have to do any traveling. Because if you don't know, I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So that made it a whole lot easier than have to worry about, you know, well, for me, driving my truck and just trying to find a place to park and all that. So it made things a whole lot easier in that sense. But, um, you know, whether it's the NRA annual meetings or CPAC or any other event of this caliber, of this size, I put it that way. It's um, it's fun. 
but it also it's a bit exhausting even if you're not just you know doing interviews like i'm trying to do if especially if uh, especially if you're talking about like going something like this where the exhibit floor is so huge where they what is it like 15 acres of guns and gear <laughs> that and that's just that that's crazy <laughs> and it's kind of hard to imagine that i kind of i've been trying to think of how to compare that to and i failed to do that i'm sorry but think of 15 acres but it is um yeah it, it is quite large actually i would probably have something better to compare it to in future episodes but it is a huge floor i walked it twice actually and yeah i mean just going around looking at different things and getting some interviews in between but like i said it it that can drain you that could take a lot out of you especially if you're just doing that and i didn't even do all the special events any of that they had like concerts they had like you know breakfast events and other things like all i did is is go to the exhibit floor i went to the forum and saw um vice president pence and president trump speak and that was it and so i didn't even do probably didn't do half of what they have scheduled for people to do and so um but that being said we did get a lot of people to talk with us which was pretty cool it's funny a lot of times pretty much every time i go to any of these events i'm thinking will i have enough for a episode just one <laughs> i'm I go in, into it with that mindset and then when it's over i'm looking at it like okay we're gonna have maybe three or four days this week because one thing i try to stay somewhat current because if i you know held on to all of these interviews and played maybe one per episode these will be going on until next month so <laughs> and obviously you know i want to i have something in particular you know for the 100th episode which is coming up soon if you don't know this is episode 94 so we're kind of preparing for that there's going to be some new things added um for the 100th episode and from that point forward and we're getting some interviews in particular for that episode put together and so and i don't want to take up too much time because like i said we got a lot a lot of interviews to play for um well today but you know what i know i mentioned that senator cruz is going to be on this episode and i'm I'm guessing you're probably thinking well he's going to play him last no i'm not actually i'm going to play it right now because i just i want to hurry up and and play it (laughs) and just you know just in case for the people to try to like skip to the end <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to trick y'all <laughs> so come on back but so i've been trying to speak with senator cruz for the ever since i started this podcast and i've been talking to his people back and forth people in the on the senate side on the campaign side and all that and I just kept on, kept on asking, kept on asking, can I get just a couple minutes here or there, just a phone interview, something. And I know a couple of, couple of months ago, you heard Senator Cruz um, speaking. And in that case, that was, it wasn't me and him. I was just part of a press gaggle, as they call it, just a group of reporters. 
to say that, I mean, I'm not a reporter, but so, but as media, I guess, put it that way. And I was in that group and I was able to ask a question. So it wasn't just, it wasn't like I was talking with him one-on-one. So that, that kind of don't count. <laughs> um, I mean, I took the opportunity. I mean, when they said I could be part of that, I like, I wasn't going to say no, but so, but this one, it's just me and him. And so let me quit talking. Let me get to it. So here it is, you know, all this time I've been waiting and we finally had this opportunity and here we are. Here is me and Senator Cruz. Sure, yep that's it right there see yeah he knew who i was that's i mean that was it see i i i just wanted to play that because did you i mean did you hear it i could play it again right quick hold on Senator, you know Brian. Sure, yes. see he said good to see you see he knew me that's that's what i wanted to play for y'all because that's the i've been working for that right there and so, yep, it's, I mean, there's nothing else really to play. Uh, I mean, she said he knew me. Hey, you know, I know I put it on, on social media that he's going to be on. He was on. Did you just hear him? So, okay. All right. Before y'all, before y'all cut off the podcast, that is not all. That is not all. And yes, he will be the last one. Um, I just wanted to play that because I just wanted to keep that clip because he said he knew me <laughs> and I just thought that was awesome. I know some of y'all probably saying, well, what he's going to say? You're going to say no. <laughs> well, yeah, you're probably right. He probably maybe he doesn't remember me, but hey, let me dream for a second. Okay. Just, <laughs> just wanted to play that right quick, but yeah, he'll, he'll be on later on. So we're going to start right now. First with, um, Randy Atade, actually, he's a, uh, the CEO of, stealth gear usa and so we're going to talk about uh, well a lot of these that we're these interviews are going to be with people talking about uh i guess uh specific parts of the gun and something that i was really interested in in this time at the nra annual meetings and so we're going to talk about holsters and then we're going to have other other interviews talking about other parts as well that's kind of what's my focus so we're going to start off there and then we're going to go with kaya jones afterwards and we'll be moving moving along and get on to senator cruz the real interview all right here we go hello this is trend chat and we are here at the nre annual meetings and we are pleased to have randy Ate with us the ceo and co-owner of steph gear usa how you doing hey i'm doing well nice meeting you brian how are you doing well so well first tell us everything you know tell us about stealth gear stealth gear is uh, celebrating its fifth year uh this year so we're calling it five years of innovation we're a utah-based company about 30 35 employees we uh manufacture we're the first company to ever develop a breathable holster so our our featured products all have breathability and we use um, a variety of american-made materials to give uh, our customers the most flexible durable breathable comfortable and lightweight holsters okay so um and is it just holsters 
Yeah, we have uh, magazine carriers, we have utility carriers, uh, we have um, uh, hybrid products including uh, appendix carriers that also have a mag carrier with them all in a monolithic single holster. Uh, we, we carry a variety of products, uh, utility belts, and we just introduced um, a new uh, wallet, a, a uh, very comfortable, nice wallet using sim similar manufacturing practices as well. Plus we have, uh, for law enforcement, handcuff carriers and some badge holders and other things as well. Okay, well, when it comes to holsters, um, why... I guess, why is it important to have a good holster? Yeah, the, the founding of the company from my partner, uh, Paul Lemlin, who's the founder and the chairman of the company, co-owner, was an experience that he had with about six and a half, seven years ago when he was in the construction business. It was a warm day. He was up in Idaho uh, in the commercial roofing industry, and he uh, was uh, his holster that he was carrying, because he worked on the wrong side of town, we'll say, on a few big projects, and he bent down, and the, the, the firearm literally slipped out of the holster because it was a wet, it, it, the holster was wet and it was sweaty and it was messy and slippery. And he was just sure that, that if he looked around, he would find breathable holsters using modern materials. Discovered that there wasn't one uh, anywhere. And so he went to his, he's, a, he's a, a builder and a tinkerer and he went down to his basement and he built a holster for himself. And that was the beginning of stealth gear. He didn't intend on starting a company. Um, but a friend saw it, and another friend saw it, and then he started to build them at night with his son. And then uh, four years ago, we got pretty serious about building a company out of this. Okay, so now you said, I guess, what, five years now? Five years, yep. The first products uh, we put on the Internet in late 2000, um, late 2012. Um, and really started the company in the first part of 2013. So we thought NRA was a good time to actually call it our fifth, fifth year celebration. Okay. And um, have y'all been here uh, been here all the time? Yeah, we have been at uh, NRA, NRA three years in a row. We've made appearances at SHOT Show for since I've been here with the company over four years. Um, last year was the first year we actually had a booth earlier this year at SHOT Show. But NRA is where we really bring our, our large booth and have a lot of products. We release uh, we release new new products and new equipment and things here as well. So NRA is when you see a, a large amount of us here. We've got a good relationship with the NRA. Now, the theme for the annual meetings is a show of strength for Second Amendment freedom. And I guess this is a question I've been asking everyone: uh, how, how for you? How do you apply it? Would apply that? Yeah, our our perspective as a company is real simple. We don't sell firearms. We we, we say and we fully recognize and support um, the view of the importance of the Second Amendment, and um, that that's inviolate. That that's that 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 is a fundamental right um, to all Americans stated. And so, if we our position is, if you decide to carry a firearm, we want you to carry it in the safest in the best possible way in which you can do that. And so by having comfortable, lightweight, breathable gear, we know from personal experience and from tens of thousands of customers that you're much less likely to be adjusting that, taking it, moving it. People take holsters all the time. They stick them in, in their glove box, underneath their seat, everywhere else. We want to create equipment that makes, if you decide to carry, that we want you to have the best gear possible so then you're a safer, a better trained, a better equipped, ready to go user of your Second Amendment right 
if the if the event occurs. Uh, how can people reach you online and social media? And yeah, www.stealthgearusa.com. Uh, um, we are not. We have very few dealers. Ninety nine percent of what we sell is directly through our customer service department, um, or just call us or send us an email. So we have live chat. Uh, we have people monitoring that often. So you deal directly with us as the company. Just look us up on the website. Lots of information. The other thing is right now for this week, for the week of uh, NRA, 20% off uh, all IWB gear and 25% off all uh, outside the waistband gear. So it's the best sale we're going to have. Got some special bundles as well. Uh, but there's always good pricing on a variety of products on our website. So just get all of us. www.stealthgearusa.com. Spell out stealthgear, all one word, usa.com. I appreciate it for your time. Thank you. Hello, Trend Chat fans. The Founding Project invites you to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www.thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today. Yep, and thanks to Randy for joining us with Steph Gear. And also, he mentioned that deal um, he said was going on throughout the NRA annual meetings. He did tell me that it is going on this week as well. So if you're if you're interested in Stealth Gear, that deal is still should still be going on this week. So I just want to let you know about that. Next up, we're going to talk with Kai Jones, who is of a turning guest, which is you know awesome to have people who I've talked to before and then come back on and so um we talked with her for for a couple of minutes and here we go hello this is trend chat we are pleased to have a returning guest to trend chat kaya jones how are you doing i'm good how are you doing so we just saw you go through a scenario yes. as far as i guess being in the gas station tell us all about that yeah we did a scenario with uh nra and so basically they put you in a really horrible scenario and you see how you have to get through it and you know it's at a real gas station there's really uh extras and people um they give you a firearm of course that's not carrying live uh ammo on it um you know and you have to wear eye protection so you're aware that you may have to be forced to protect yourself or someone else but to try and do the right thing and don't do the hero thing and just do the best that you can and so my first scenario was i was getting robbed i just gave the guy the money which is the right thing to do most of us see in the movies you know you try to be the hero but at the end of the day i walked away with my life and i didn't take his life and that was the right thing it's just to give the money if they come from money just give them the money second scenario was gunman came in and he put a fellow patron on her knees and put the gun to the back of her head at that point i felt because he put her in execution type of style that she could not protect herself and so i thought the right thing was to to fire my firearm because i was hidden behind him um of course they walked us through what i could have done better what i you know what did i have legal grounds to act in the manner that i did so that's one of those scenarios that you know now looking back i i don't think anyone is ever going to feel good about having to even in a scenario pull a firearm but at the end of the day 
these kinds of training sessions and these kinds of situational uh, awareness programs that they put you in gets you a little bit more up to speed in order to then know if you're ever put in that scenario, would you then do the right thing? So it's good to run drills like this. I guess, do you get any sort of training beforehand as far as getting ready for it, or is it just something you just jump straight into? We jumped straight into this. There was no, you know, prepping for it, but I had just completed about a week and a half, two weeks before, then our carry guard training, which um, was really more about my safety of my firearm. So I think that definitely heightened my awareness and my situational awareness and making sure to check my sights and, you know, do a sweep, um, finger off the trigger when you're done shooting. So that kind of stuff, I think, did come into play of, of me being better. But you're constantly learning as a gun owner. So, uh, well, tell us a little more about that training with um, NRA Carry Guard. NRA Carry Guard is about three days of nonstop training. And you just learn from the best guys possible. You know, they're Rangers, Green Berets, SEALs, you name it. They, um, they're America's heroes and badasses. And so they pretty much teach you with their best of their abilities to be really smart and safe and so they drill in the basics we did the intermediate course which by far I don't felt that I was an intermediate shooter but it definitely brought me back to a you know a basic fundamental and then you know gave me some extra padding to feel that much more stronger and now each time I go into the range or I you know even doing dry shooting it's just I'm, I'm now a bit more I think aware and, and more safe now, are you still with the National Diversity Coalition for Trump? I am. Okay. I am with the Diversity Coalition well, for Trump. Well, let's let's talk about the speech from yesterday. So. Oh, he crushed it. Uh, you know, our president, he always has a lot on his mind, and he always says, you know, how he feels. He's the, he means what he says, and he says what he means. I'm really happy that you're seeing a lot of the diverse people that he has coming around, from Pastor Scott to, um, you know, Diamond and Silk speaking yesterday, too. Uh, you know, now Kanye West is coming forward. It's important for African Americans to see that being a conservative, you know, because the Democratic Party has just kind of made it this you have to be black and be a Democrat. And it's like, well, no, you can be black and be a conservative. I mean, I I didn't know that just because someone's skin tone made them a party. Now, that that's racial division right there. So to me, it, it's really heroic to see a lot of African Americans speaking out for themselves as an individual, which is closer to being treated equally than being pigeoned into any of these, you know, narratives that are not true or, or fair to the African American community. So I'm really happy to see that you're seeing more diverse around our president, and I think we're going to only see more. I think it, it, he's going to surround himself with more and more diverse human beings where it's going to be no doubt that he is not a racist, and he is pro-African Americans in this country, and, and pro-Asian Americans, and just pro-Americans, you know? Pro-diversity. <laughs> pro-diversity, pro-America. I know one thing that kind of uh, stuck out to me is when he spoke about um, complacency, mm-hmm. as far as not, you know, not being complacent and coming for these midterms and everything like that. That's right. Because that's the, I guess that's the one, I guess, highlight for me because that is something that's very important yes. for, you know, to not get complacent in that. Yes, I agree. Um, you know, there's a, a chain of oppression, or they call it a circle of, um, of oppression that um, Dean Heller, he, he uh, or sorry, Dick Heller, 
Dick Heller, who uh, has been a big part of the NRA, he's done a lot of different, uh, you know, cases of uh, gun ownership. He said something at a speech I was at in Delaware, and I just, I started crying because it's so right. He's talked about, you know, it starts with oppression. After oppression becomes freedom, and after freedom comes prosperity, and after prosperity comes complacency, and you go right back in to oppression because you allow yourself to get oppressed by becoming complacent that you think you're okay. And so we can't allow that to happen. We have to keep our voices active and stay vigilant and pray for each other and unite each other as the best ways that we can because not only are freedoms under attack, but our president, who hasn't done anything wrong, every day he's under attack. And if you agree with him, you're under attack. So, you know, we all have to kind of stick together and help each other out and just keep this country moving forward. I saw something about, you mentioned about what happened with the Washington Redskins cheerleaders. And so I guess kind of echo what you mentioned a couple months well, yeah. months back about about your experience. Yeah. So I guess tell us a little bit about that. Oh, uh, yeah, the cheerleaders that are coming forward talking about that they dealt with, you know, sexual harassment, that they dealt with um, feeling that they were pimped out, you know. Uh, women in the music industry and in entertainment, we have understood that oh so well. Um, you know, it's kind of gross to think that this is the world we live in, but that's the world we live in. And so I think when men have good examples, you can't be a man if you haven't seen a man, you know. And so if we have really good examples in the community, in the athletic world, in the overall spectrum to really show young men how to treat women and women to start to rise up and say, no, that's not okay, you know, speak out about it. You know, not every situation of a guy giving a compliment, that's that's not abuse. You know, we got to decipher what abuse is, and that's if you're getting physical with a woman and certain things like that. But I think if we're better to each other, it, we can only do better when we know better. You know, Maya Angelou said that so many times, and she's right. You know, God rest her soul, she was right. When we know better, we do better. So, young men knowing better, young women knowing better to hold themselves with a high regard and young men being taught to honor women and treat them with value um, you know that I think that'll help our community for sure. So I guess the last question, the theme here has been um, a show of strength for Second Amendment freedom so I just want to ask you, how do you uh, will apply that? Second Amendment freedom is, you know, it protects all the other freedoms. You know, at the, at the end of the day, um, I think a lot of people don't understand that the NRA armed African Americans fighting against the KKK. And so people just assume, now that's not to say there aren't people that were members of one and they became a member of another party. But the root of it, the reason why we have the Second Amendment is to protect all of our freedoms. Meaning that government can't just take over and, and we can't protect ourselves. That's actually why we're allowed to have the same kind of firearms as our military. So that we you do have a fighting chance. If you only have a handgun and they have an assault rifle, it's safe to say you're not going to win that battle. Right? So that's why we have a an honor system of you're, you're both allowed to fight on a fair playing ground if it ever comes to that. But I, I don't think it will come to that. I think as long as we keep speaking and keep sharing our values and keep learning and educating ourselves about firearms, because firearms is a lifestyle change. It is not just I got a pistol and I look cool. Um, you got to know all of these things for it in order to be a safe gun owner. And, you know, we know criminals don't follow the law. They never have. Uh, so more laws is not going to equate less madmen. Um, it's just going to equate less good people that can protect themselves. And so we need to keep reminding people that, that this is something, in my humble opinion, 
is being attacked for the wrong reasons and because of lack of education. You know, show people the scariest firearm that you can. They don't know any better, and they're going to assume that this is really bad and and all of that jazz. But if you knew that, you know, that it's it's a it's a personal choice of what firearm you choose to have. And if you're a gun owner, you need to be smart. There hasn't been an NRA member that's done a mass shooting. These mass shootings are done by people who don't know about firearms, because if they did, they would honor it. They would really honor it, and you would know that you don't point that at anything you're not willing to kill or destroy. You do not point your firearm at people. Um, it is only meant for safety. And so I feel that our Second Amendment, it's for me, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. So I try my hardest to just keep telling that to young women who are raped every day. They're attacked every day. Young moms who are single moms are attacked. How can we, how can we make women feel more empowered? Be a gun owner. Be a smart gun owner. So what you have come, uh, coming up and, uh, yeah, everything going on? Um, well, I mean, we're just, every day is a new journey and a new thing. Um, we're doing some different tapings for Fox while I was here, also for NRA. So I just, I say I work for the Lord and wherever he sends me. Um, and so my job is just to keep in prayer and keep making music, keep using my voice to help advocate and um, bring awareness to things that I'm passionate about that I think other Americans are passionate about. I, I respect and love our military. Military, respect and love our non-military, our everyday average Americans, and I respect and, and care for our administration and president. So as long as I can keep preaching the good message of what I think it's about and keeping everyone um, humble and aware, that's what I'm going to use my voice for for right now. I have a song that's out with Jason Crabb that was produced by Jada Marcus um, called Let It Be Love. That just came out and working on new music and doing more commentary and hopefully we'll be kicking butt soon with the National Diversity Coalition because we got a lot a lot of work to do for the inner cities and the Urban Revitalization Coalition, both with Pastor Scott. So I'm very excited about that. All right. Thanks so much for your time. Well, also, if anybody want to get in touch with you on social media. At Kaya Jones. Go to kayajones.com or at Kaya Jones on Twitter, at Kaya Jones on Insta, or Kaya's Music on Facebook. And come and check me out. All right. Thanks so much for your time. Awesome. Thank you. Yep, and thanks to Kaya for joining us again. Um, it's always a good conversation, you know, talking with her. And um, so we're going to play two back-to-back, and then after that we'll get into the real interview with, with Senator Cruz. So first up will be Dan Shepard with Lone Wolf Distributors and Anna Taylor with Dean Adams uh, LLC. So... Like I said, you're not going to hear me in between these two, so I can, so we can get some time, make sure everything's ready for when, um, when I play Senator Cruz's um, interview. So we're going to hear another word from my friends with the Founding Project and into those interviews. Hello, Trend Chat listeners. If you like the Founding Project's civics education video series, Civics for All Ages, and our educational meme series. We think you will love our new website. Join us at thefoundingproject.com and be a part of the civics movement. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. Hello, this is Trent Chat, and um, we're here with Dan Shepard with Lone Wolf Distributors. Now, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? So, um, I want to talk with you in particular because I've noticed here that you basically have like you know specified 
where it's down to firing pins, triggers, and in particular, I saw firing pins. So, what's the difference in having you know your fat, just a factory you know firing pin as opposed to, as I see here, a lightweight or a titanium? That's actually a very good question. And the first thing that I'll say is, when or if you do purchase a Glock, the number one thing that I highly recommend is. Number one, make sure there's no ammunition around, dry fire it, get a good feel for the gun. Then take it on out and shoot it. Where our company strives for is we listen to the customers. So after you've shot it, the first question that I'm going to say is what don't you like about the gun? And if they're coming from a 1911 shooter or any of them that is a non-striker fired shooter, they're immediately going to say the trigger. Now, when it comes to the trigger, I have a lot of options. Most of them say, I want it lighter, I want it crisper, I want it better feeling. And so, we have options for you. Number one, we'll start out with the connector. There's three different types of connectors, ranging from a 3.5, a 5, and an 8. Well, before we go any further, so I guess explain what is the connector. The connector, the disconnector is actually going to tell you how heavy the trigger pull is before the weapon actually fires. So immediately, the majority of all the Glocks out there right now are coming in in between 4 and 5 pounds. So naturally, if they want a lighter connector, they're going to say, I want the 3.5 pound connector. Our 3.5 pound connector is really good, and most are satisfied with it. Until you maybe get into a recreational shooting, somebody that wants to shoot with his friends, or a competition shooter, and they say, I want to take it to the next level. Taking it to the next level, you have a multitude of options. That's where our website and reading the description really comes in handy. You happen to mention firing pins. We have our own stock firing pins. We have steel lightweight firing pins, and we also have titanium firing pins. The background behind that is your firing pin weighs so much. Therefore, you should have a specific firing pin spring to make sure that when the firing pin is released, it ignites the primer with a specific contact pressure. Ergo, the gun goes bang. If you go to a lighter steel firing pin, you can go to a lighter firing pin spring. If you go to a titanium, which is the lightest that you can go to, then you can go to even lighter firing pin spring, therefore making your trigger lighter. Everybody in the Glock industry knows, and some may not, that the trigger itself, therefore we, we carry adjustable triggers, they think that that is what makes the trigger lighter. The adjustability on the trigger will now determine where the pl- where you want the placement of the trigger to be. On a striker fired gun, you have a long distance trigger travel. There's nothing you can do about it. With the Glock, as you're pulling the trigger, you're deactivating the safety features, you're cocking the weapon, and then you're firing it. With an adjustable trigger, you have the options to place that trigger where you want it as long as you don't supersede the safety features. So with all of that, how so how much of a difference between that specification of all, all of that compared to if you just had a factory of, of all of all of that? Like I'm I'm thinking seconds, but I'm guessing we're talking what milliseconds, I'm guessing different of a difference as far as it's a hard answer. That, that, that's a hard one to actually answer because it's perceived by the mind of the shooter. 
difference. You're different. I'm different. Everybody has a different answer of what is the best weight. We offer a factory weight requ- uh, firing pin spring. We offer a lightweight, and we offer also offer a midweight. Now, depending on those three, is a kit. And we say, here's a firing pin, or here's a lightweight firing pin, here's a titanium. And the reason why we offer those three is because you're going to try each three, and then you're going to say, this is the best one for me. And that's where we've learned from our customers. As far as when we offer a kit, normally we offer a few options. So you can say, no, this one works for me, or that one works for me, or I'm kind of in the middle, and I'm going to shoot it for a little bit longer, and I'm going to be the judge for that. With a Glock, it's sometimes a little bit different because you're talking about a polymer-based lower receiver. You're talking about an upper. you got a whole bunch of internal parts, not as much as 1911, but you still have a few parts that are higher and lower tolerance measurements. So each gun is going to be a little bit different. But based off of the description that if you call in or you send an email and say, this is the direction that I want to go, what are my options? That's really where we strive. Because we say, okay, here's the direction, and let's start narrowing down the gate, and this is exactly where you want to go. Okay, so um, um, so is it just specifically with Glocks, or is it any other manufacturers? We are slowly starting to branch out, and most of them are with barrels and barrel accessories, because there's a lot of gun manufacturers that don't offer the type of accessories as we have progressed the Glock industry. So you will start seeing threaded barrels, ported barrels, conversion barrels for, we offer MMP, we offer shield, we have uh, Browning High Power, uh, we will be launching Beretta soon. So in the time, we are going to be making more, and actually contact us and let us know. I have this gun, and I would like to see this. That doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight, but we do like to listen to our customers. So, um, if anyone wants to know more about Lone Wolf, well, where do they go? They go to our website, lonewolfdisc.com. They can call us, 208-448-0600, or they got, we have online chat form as well. Um, any social media? Uh, social media is... There is Glock Talk that I do know uh, is a good one. Um, Facebook, I think they're active, but that's going to... I'm the R&D guy, so I build this stuff. I really can't answer that question. I'm sure as long as you say Lone Wolf Distributors or Lone Wolf and Glock Parts, you're going to find us no matter what. Well, appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Brian. Hello, this is Trend Chat here at the NRA Annual Meetings in 2018, and we're here with Anna Taylor. She's the founder and CEO of Dean Adams LLC. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. So, well, first I want to ask you about, about Dean Adams. Just tell us everything about it. So, about five years ago, I got my concealed carry permit. I couldn't find a way to carry, and I wasn't real comfortable with my firearm. So, it kind of began a pursuit of solving that problem, um, providing holsters not only for myself, but things that holsters that I needed, and um, providing those to women, and uh, implementing training and everything else that into the design, um, so that they're tactically sound and uh, comfortable without having to change your wardrobe. Okay. Well, I just saw that you were doing a scenario, so I, I don't know exactly what you, were, what you were doing. So what was what was all that about? So a couple of weeks ago, I went through the NRA Carry Guard course, and um, and then 
earlier this week. We arrived a little bit early for NRA show, and uh, we went through a scenario at a, uh, a gas station where there was uh, an armed robbery, and uh, they had given us a, a, a UTM gun, which doesn't actually fire, so it's a fake gun, uh, and uh, I used my training to spring into action and, uh, and stop that threat. Okay, and I guess with that, with the training and everything, how did it prepare you for that particular scenario when it happened? Well, it had a lot of training beforehand, uh, but it was a, a good, great review for a lot of things tactically. Um, and then it it really gave me a refresher and some good information as far as the legal things to think about in a self defense scenario. Uh, for example, what I say on the nine one one call. So there were a lot of things from that class to help prepare me for that call. Okay, and um, I guess if anyone wants to contact you as, or as far as want to know anything more about Dean Adams? Sure, yeah, they can uh, follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram or go to deanadams.com, D-E-N-E-A-D-A-M-S. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Yep, and thanks to Anna and Dan for, for joining us. And also, when I was just um, mentioning about Kaya earlier, um, also, I also thank her for doing something else for the podcast which is this hey what's up this is kaya jones and you're listening to me here at chun chat yep so i appreciate that that i you know i asked her would she you know say that where you know where i can play that sometimes you know in in the middle just just because and she weren't you know she wasn't the only one who did that for me which i'll play more of those in the next upcoming episodes so you'll hear some of those here and there so the time is here <laughs> we're going to play our interview with, with senator cruz and like i said it's something something that i have been trying to achieve <laughs> all this time and so i'm just glad that you know glad that he gave me a couple of minutes to to speak with him and so not going to hold it up any any longer we're going to hear a word from uh, about the politics and from there we'll go straight into our interview with Senator Cruz Hello this is Brian Bledsoe host of Trend Chat also contributor at politichicks.com here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks a clearing call to political activism with over 300 pages from contributors like myself talking about topics such as education social issues healthcare the second amendment and of course activism I encourage you all to check it out at politichicks.com and is also available at Amazon and Barnes and Noble this is Trent Chat at the NRA annual meetings, and we're very pleased to have Senator Ted Cruz with us. How are you doing? I'm doing terrific. How are you doing? Well, first off, it was a great speech. And just wanted to ask, um, well, first, how's the campaign going? Uh, it's going very well. We've, we're seeing tremendous energy across the state. You know, these are volatile times. The far left, they're energized, they're angry, they hate the president. Uh, and so I've got a liberal Democrat running against me, Congressman Beto O'Rourke, who's running far, far left. He's advocating higher taxes, more regulations, open borders. He's advocating aggressive gun control and impeaching the president. Uh, and he's raising more money than any Democrat in the entire country. Uh, but the good news is there are more conservatives in Texas than liberals. So if we if we turn Texans out, we'll have a good election. Well, I guess the news a little bit is that um, 
that President Trump, I guess, kind of re reiterated his um, endorsement of you. So, how's that? Uh, very grateful to have the president's support, and I think we're getting a, uh, an enormous amount accomplished over the last year and a half with tax reform, regulatory reform, repealing the Obamacare individual mandate, confirming strong judges, rebuilding the military. We're getting a lot done, and we got a lot more we need to do together. I know one, I, well, I know one of the things that he mentioned is uh, as far as not being complacent, and um, yeah. that's definitely true. So, I guess I want to ask you about that. Uh, no, I very much agree that, that our biggest challenge is complacency. Uh, if turnout will decide this election, we know we're going to see record-shattering Democratic turnout. We've got to make sure conservatives show up and vote. If we do that, we'll have a good election all across the country. And so the, the theme of, I guess, the annual meetings is a show of strength for Second Amendment freedom. I just want to ask you, how do, I guess, how do we all apply that? Well, we... Freedom doesn't defend itself. You've got to stand up and defend it, particularly when we're seeing a concerted media effort to come after the Second Amendment to push gun control. You know, my opponent in the Senate race, Democratic Congressman Beto O'Rourke, tweeted a few weeks back how proud he was that he has an F rating from the NRA. Not a D minus, not a D, an F. I promptly retweeted it. I said, look, elections are about choices, and if you want a big government gun-grabbing liberal, well, the Democrats have given you one. But if you want someone who will fight to defend your freedom and defend the Bill of Rights each and every day, you got that choice as well. Uh, thanks so much for your time. Great to see you. Yep, and there there it is. So, you know, <laughs> if you notice, you probably notice a couple of things. Why well, he sure is talking fast, and two, kind of sounds like he's moving or running <laughs> in a way that's because one we were walking and i guess you might notice how it went from one sound and sound like we was like an echo but so we were walking and talking so <laughs> um but hey that's the opportunity i had so i said okay i'll, I'll do it whatever and so yeah i appreciate senator for <laughs> for joining us and everyone else and that's it and we're <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow with, I can't even mention who, because we're still figuring out, you know, making sure everything goes, can, can fit on each episode like we're doing right now. We're at the limit for this one, mainly because I talk too much, but, you know, whatever. It is my show. So, so like I said, until, um, until what? Well, tomorrow. I'm about to say something else. Say um, Thursday or something. But, yeah, until tomorrow, we'll chat with you later. can help make your home smarter and your life easier. 
Now you can use your Contour Voice Remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox Voice Remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700.